Hello, everyone. Hi. Welcome back to After the Island. We finally have Miss Ken's in the studio, aka my apartment. (laughs) And what a lovely apartment it is. This apartment has come a long way. The first time Mackenzie was in this apartment, <laughs> um, I think she was terrified of me and never wanted to speak to me again. I just felt like you needed like sunflowers ASAP because it was so depressing in here. It was, it was so, so dark. dark. And the so feng dark. shui was off. Like the sofa was blocking the door. Everything like, was off. There's so many cute things about this place. And it was just like not being underutilized. So I'm so excited that it's being just, you know, harnessed to its full potential. You know, that's what I love to hear. I love that sentence. I really do. Everyone cans. Oh my God. You guys are so cute. Do you think that they should bring me as a, as another host for next season? I think 100%. (laughs) Like you do the show. We'll do the after show. Yeah. There we go. It just makes sense. I mean, it would make sense. But I have not gotten a phone call yet. But neither have I. Love Island, that's on you. (laughs) Yes, this is live. I thought that it would be fun because Ken's is a pro at this. She's been on After the Island a million times. Yeah. And I know everyone has so many questions for you. Mm. So I wanted wanted the people to be able to ask too. Give the people what they want. Give them what they want. Let's start out though. Okay. How was it walking into season four as a bombshell? Like I have to know. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it seems like so long ago already. Does it? Uh, Yeah, it really does. I think like to be this far out of the experience and I've seen so many of them like already because we had that like Saturday supper, as I want to call it. Um, But, you know, I was really nervous at first, but then immediately I was put at ease. Um, Jesse came up and gave me like a big hug and was super friendly. And um, yeah, I mean... It was, it's weird being a bombshell at that point in the mm-hmm. show and also like to not know that you're going to be the final bombshell. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I would have done anything differently if I had known I was the last one. Like, I wonder if I would have been a little bit more chaotic if I had known I was the last. I'm dead. I wish that you were chaotic, but this was your redemption tour. We That's <laughs> what we've been calling it, obviously. Yes, redemption tour. It was I'm, a sold out tour. I feel like it was a sold out tour. And I feel like a lot of people don't know you always wanted to be a bombshell. I did always want to be a bombshell, but I was really nervous because like historically blondes, big tits, you know, we're not. You don't have boobs. I don't have boobs. You can't even really see them in this shirt. You can see like the subtle outline. Okay. I guess they do look really big if I go like that. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Okay. Um, But no, I wanted to be one, but I was nervous that it'd be really hard to come in and be accepted. Mm -hmm. And so the fact that I was able to do both now is really cool. Um, But I think it would have been a really different experience had I not been on it before and then been a bombshell. Like I just... Fortunately for me, almost every girl had seen the show. Right. And had seen me. So it felt like I was walking in in a a whole different situation. Um, I didn't know if all the girls would have watched it already, but they all did. And um, I don't know. But there's so everyone knew who you were. All the girls did. Yeah. A couple of the guys did. Chad knew and Jesse knew. Um, Jesse's face when he saw you was (laughs) priceless. Me and your mom were texting and I was like, wait. Why he literally just acted like he saw the Queen of England. Yeah, have you ever oh my god, rest in peace. R.I.P. R.I.P. Not again. I literally yesterday we kept on like having this moment of being like the queen is dead. Oh shit. 
Like the queen is dead. I actually had that moment quite a few times too. I was like really sad. I was like, should I be wearing black? Like, I feel like this is a moment in history. I'm dead. And it was my friend's birthday. I'm like, is that a bad sign or is it a good sign? Like, I don't know what no, that I means. Feel like that's a good sign. Yeah. Because she's royal. Yeah, she is royal. But um, no, I mean, the, the boys definitely made me feel like royalty when I came in. Little, do you like how I went with that there? That yeah, was like, that was a like, nice little segue. Um, no, I mean, the, everyone was so open in my experience, like as far as being very welcoming. Um, I felt like for the most part, like I hit it off right away with everybody. And I, but the downside of that was I feel like people weren't looking at me like I was actually there to be a part of the experience to meet mm -hmm. somebody. Like, the, at the end of my first night, everyone's like talking about the challenge. They're talking about the hike. They're talking about the elimination. But it's like, it's not even like registering for people that it was yeah. literally my first night in the villa. And not a single person was like, so who are you into? Yeah. You were like, hey, I'm here. I'm literally like, I'm here. Am I <laughs> I'm visible? the camp counselor. <laughs> Did I borrow like Harry Potter's cloak or something? Because Stop. like, why is no one noticing me? Um. So, yeah, I would say that was the only, like, weird part. And perhaps that's what made it so easy to shift into, like, the mentor role. Because yeah. no one was really looking at me in, like, a competitive way. I mean, I think I threw off Naja at first. I think <laughs> that she wasn't used to someone coming in and saying outright they found Jeff attractive. But as from what I heard from every girl in there, every girl in there thought Jeff was hot. I yeah. just don't know that any girl outright said it. But, like... I mean, you're to be blind to not see that. Yeah, like, he's so hot. I think if there was like a hottest Islander vote, he probably would be. 100%. Him or him or Jesse, potentially. Yeah, I yes. Yeah, I but, but no girl was saying that. Like, yeah. But that was what we were all thinking. But like, I just said it. Sorry. <laughs> and was she like mad or did you just kind of back off? She definitely like had a reaction when I came in. I don't know how much of it was aired, but um, you know, pretty quickly after that, I I had this moment of like, oh shit, like is this how it's going to be? But um, you know, we got really comfortable in the challenge together and she and I never got really close, but mm. it was not like anything else happened after that moment. And I realized that I wasn't at all I wasn't going to force anything and I wasn't really like that in him it was very surface level of just yeah. appearance wise I found him very attractive but personality wise it was not a match no. yeah so well before we get to this question I need you to clear this up because everyone was so confused and I've been trying to explain it but you explain it best because you experienced it uh -huh. the Chad situation like you guys were never a romantic thing right no, no. I think we were open to it being romantic. So I think that, you know, Chad hadn't really been, I guess Chad had started his test with Phoebe. I wasn't aware of that. So I hadn't seen any of the footage of him and Phoebe together based on the fact that, um, you know, we are allowed to watch the show before we go in. But the episodes weren't out yet that showed, you know, Phoebe starting to pursue Chad. Okay. So when I came in that day, I knew that as far as like semi open guys, it was mostly going to be like Chad or Joel. Um, and I knew that as far as like personality wise, Chad was probably the most on par with what I was looking for because Jared had gone home and yeah. he was another one that I had thought would go well personality wise. Like, I had guys looks wise. So it was like strictly looks. It was like Jesse and Jeff. And then like personality wise, it was Jared and Chad. And so I sort of like worked with what I had at that moment. 
Um, and I just started talking to Chad and he was explaining how Courtney wanted to be exclusive. Mm-hmm. And I was just sort of there as like this unbiased person removed from the situation <laughs> that Chad could sort of like work out his feelings for Courtney with. And then, I mean, inadvertently, I don't really think it had very much to do with me at all because obviously we didn't pursue anything romantically. Yeah. I think that I helped him to figure out how he felt about Courtney and where Courtney felt like she stood with him. Okay. Like, I think that it was like the kick in the butt they both needed to be like, you know, we're comfortable. We like each other, but this isn't it. Cause Got I think it. that I like, I don't see them being the best match for each other. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I wasn't being pushy at all. I was just like, is this what you want with Courtney? Um, and I think that I was the first person to come in, not necessarily like trying to like kiss Chad, like Phoebe was, but be like, Chad, what is it that you want? You know, you're here for your own experience. Yes, Courtney brought you back mm-hmm. and that's great, but you don't technically owe her anything. Like right. you're here for you. And if she met someone who's a better match for her, then I mean, I would hope that she would consider the same things that you are. So I think that I was just kind of like part of the catalyst for that breakup happening. And then um, I didn't realize until after the recoupling where Chad picked me that he was actually planning to pick Phoebe because everybody that I talked, there was like two camps. It was like (laughs) everyone that I talked to said, Chad's going to pick you. He's expressed an interest in you. And then this other camp was like, he's so into Phoebe. And because it was kind of like separate, I didn't talk as much to those other people, not on purpose. It just worked out that way. Um, I didn't know that. And so finding that out after I was a bit like, okay, so I was like somewhat of like a second choice. But he also was like, I feel like you need to be here. He's like, he would always be very complimentary and be like, I feel like I learned so much from you. And he's like, I think you bring a lot to this villa. And so I feel like you do need to be here. But I think that if both of us were honest, it was going to be a stretch if it ended up being romantic. But I am really glad that I ended up partnered up with him, even if I was his second choice, (laughs) because I think that Joel and I would have felt really defeated by the process much quicker because my heart wasn't really in it since I wasn't really meeting anybody and Joel really missed Bella. And so I think had we been coupled up, it's like misery loves company. (laughs) Um, And I do think that like Phoebe and us being coupled up with Phoebe and Chad respectively kept us more in the villa and kept our kept us there. And Chad's so much fun. Um, He can talk. He can talk. (laughs) He is so he's like really funny. We did so many challenges and I loved being partnered up with him because he was the right amount of competitive, but goofy. Um, You know, I'm so grateful to have been his partner. I do wish that, you know it's it seems weird that that was like the last recoupling like i don't think any of us knew that like literally all of us thought like okay there's gonna be another yeah yeah um but yeah that's basically like the phoebe i guess that's the chat situation in that you know pretty pretty much within the first day of being coupled up we realized it's not romantic um but we're so thankful that we met each other. And then all the Phoebe stuff I didn't know was happening. Like I literally, (laughs) um, he told me that she kissed him the night of the recoupling. He let me know. So um, I did appreciate that. So I didn't look stupid. Like I didn't find that out from somebody else. He told me before anyone else did. Um, But yeah, like pretty much beyond that, he really didn't communicate much about what was going on with them. So I was happy for them when I learned that they were so into each other. But you know, as we heard from the situation in the dressing room, like 
it was it was unex it was not something that I knew about from from him. Right. I didn't know about it. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, when I talked to Chad about it later, he just said I was pursuing you. So I felt like it'd be disrespectful to tell you, you know, there's there's like sides to both of that. I mean, I personally feel like he could have been more upfront and um, but in the at the end of the day, it doesn't really in the grand scheme of things matter. Like I would have yeah. been upfront, but that's just me. Everyone knows that I, I can't shut up. So. <laughs> Can we talk about how Elizabeth thought that you were going to like Joel? Oh, my God. I literally considered Elizabeth a friend until that. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Elizabeth. I love you. But also, like, what what were you thinking? Joel, no, Joel is literally – Chad and I would always look at each other and we'd be like, Joel's just the best guy ever. He really is. Like, we don't deserve him. We he, don't deserve him. He's like – the second coming like he just seems like but but the funny thing is about joel though like and the only reason why like the the reason why i'm able to still be tight with him and not be like rolling my eyes at what a nice guy he is is mm -hmm. joel's 28 like yes. he's had his fuckboy phase he he has that in him it's just like if you don't talk to him enough like if you don't like get to those parts of him and like actually learn more about his past you probably think he's just like this major softy and he is, mm -hmm. but he is, he does have an edge to him as well. Right. Like he, he's had his fun and he just knows he's ready to settle down. Like it's not, he's not naive. I should say, I guess that's where like the difference is. If he were like a naive person, I wouldn't be able to be so close to him. Right. Um, but he's just a really solid guy and he just wants a wife, you know? Yeah. And, I, I don't really want to be living in a house right now. In Massachusetts. Yeah. I don't want to have a permanent address. That's, <laughs> you know, that's okay. And that's okay. But he sold me on where he lives in Massachusetts. Sounds like a lot of fun. I'm sure it is. Apparently, it's like, like super LGBT, LGBTQ plus friendly. <laughs> like super friendly for really? that. Yeah. And I'm like, I want to come party with you there. I thought it was like you know, like Pat's nation. Like I, yeah, I, I get, yeah, I kind of no, see it that really way too. it's really like kind of like a Boston. very accepting area. Huh? Yeah. We're going to visit Joel. Yeah. Let's go visit Joel, everybody. <laughs> <I'm dead. laughs> um, this is a good question. Who was the most different that you thought than you thought when you met in person versus watching before you went in? Um, I would probably say, uh, Timmy was one of the most different. Hmm. I uh, think that, but I also think that I was coming in so late in the show. And I think that um, when you've been in there so long, when you're an original, especially if you've been coupled up with someone for so long, you do kind of tend to just go into autopilot. Uh -huh. And um, Timmy like was like the dad of the house. You know, he was in like the way that my dad is. The dad is like always so friendly and nice when you talk to them, but kind of just does their own thing a lot of the time. Right. Um, and I think that I expected him to potentially be more like a Jeff and just like be okay. around a lot. He was just over it. He just kind of kept to himself, you yeah. know, and like hung out with Zita. But sometimes I'd walk into the kitchen and he'd be having spirited debates or um, <laughs> it was just more of like, like that he wasn't he wasn't always going to be like hanging out with everybody all the time. But I would see like really cute moments of like he and Joel got really close. Okay. Um, Joel and him would like work out together. So I think that that was the most different, but I forget that, you know, Timmy's 29. So yeah, it, yeah. like the crowd got a lot younger. It was <laughs> as the season went yeah, on. It's yeah. so true. It was kind of like the crowd was a bit younger. Um, and so I think that, you know, 
but Timmy's great. We we love Timmy Swerve. T Swerve. T Swerve. T Swerve. 